They love it. They write in all the time. They're like, could ju- love the podcast, big fans, but I wish John would sniff into the microphone a little more. Okay, two things about that, Chris. Number one, I'm still getting over a cold, all right? Deal with it. Do you want <laughs> Do you want to not have the podcast? Is that what you want? I mean... I mean, is that what you want? Do you want to not have the podcast? And number two... We, wait. And number we, two... Are, we bre- is this how, are you breaking up with me? And number two, I can't sniff onto the microphone because when you sniff you (laughs) inhale i'm sniffing from the microphone i mean you could sniff away from the microphone then i would be sniffing onto it a gentleman podcaster sniffs just totally out of range of the microphone would have been a great time for an Edward Albee joke. Yeah, unfortunately, that time has passed. <laughs> Even more unfortunately, probably going to come up with one anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds that sounds good to me. That's, that sounds delightful. Um, are you? It's, it's uh, always it's always a good time for an Edward Albee joke. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Al- Albee is is uh, evergreen. Mm. Edward Edward Evergreen ever. Um, are you hosting? I think you are hosting the first one. Look, the the only way that we could know for certain would be to look at the... <laughs> I just wanted to know how rapidly I had to get ready. Okay. Uh, um, <clears throat> hello, and welcome John, in... I think you're hosting. In answer to your question. Thanks. Appreciate you're that. Welcome. Appreciate that. I had actually already looked it up and just started hosting. Okay. I, oh, I had actually... You, okay. I had actually started the podcast. I don't know if you I was had concerned. noticed that. I was concerned that, yeah. although you had started it, that you might be experiencing some inner turmoil and some self-doubt about I mean, no, whether no more than was, usual. you were really hosting. And I just wanted to let you know, you were right to start the podcast. Okay, You're okay. hosting this week. I'm going to start today, I'm gonna start over from the top. Okay. Does that mean you want me to interrupt again? <laughs> I think you'd better. <laughs> Hello and welcome into Being Jim Davis, the podcast that's so unreliable with narration, it might as well be a Randy Newman song. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and every morning I forget everything I have ever known. Because unreliable, um, Mm -hmm. I'm Jim Davis. (laughs) Chris, it's Monday, February 19th, 1979. So it is. What are we doing today? John, today we are looking on in horror as uh, the Soviet Union warns China on the Vietnam situation. No, you know what? Okay, (laughs) I've I've had enough of that. Uh, Today, John, uh, some bullshit about Pookie. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We've had enough of that. There will be no more historical jokes. No, I just meant we've had enough of the Chinese invasion of Vietnam. Cut that out, China. Yeah. Middle kingdom, my ass. Ugh, Ugh. Ding Xiaoping. Am I right? Yeah. Puts Really puts the dung in Deng Xiaoping. Okay. Yes. Um, 
racist humor. Um, Garfield, Chris. Yes. <laughs> uh, no w- one's saying it's not. <laughs> Garfield, Chris, is a character in the comics. Right. Uh, low these past nine months, something like that. I'm not sure where you're headed with this, but I'm interested to see. <laughs> it, much, much like I am excited to see where this Garfield character is headed. Mm, so not at all? No, didn't have a thing there. Uh, no. Yeah, so we're reading Garfield. Um, yep. What happens in this one? You already asked me. Oh. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> no, I asked you what... No, no, no. I asked you what we were doing today. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that was the synopsis. Look, anyway, panel one, John. <laughs> Panel one. You're not reading. There's a synopsis. You're not reading. I did. I read it. I read it already. It said, quote, some bullshit about Pookie. Did you say that? I didn't hear that. I did. Look, let's go to the tape. No, you know what? Okay. I've I've had enough of that. Uh, Today, John, uh, some bullshit about Pookie. Uh, Some bullshit about Pookie. Bullshit about Pookie. Bullshit about And I'm afraid 17 and a half minutes of the tape are missing. (laughs) So we're going to have to move on uh, to panel one, Chris. John, I don't know if I've mentioned, but I'm not feeling great today. Yeah. So I'm sorry about that. Yeah. No, that's all right. That's fine. Look, Um, you know, often... We we did lose that raw footage of you throwing up on the microphone for most of those 17 and a half minutes. I'll often start things out Monday morning saying, I think this is going to be a fantastic week. I'm feeling really good about the week. That's not the case this week, John. I think this week's going to be a real slog. That's kind I'm of your not, it's kind I'm of your, not like, looking your forward to this week of podcasting about Garfield. I don't know if I believe you. You look pretty excited to me. No, no, I'm not at all excited to be here. I wish I weren't doing this. Let's do this. Uh, hey, you're the one that stopped us, man. Panel one. Just trying to read panel one. That's all I'm trying to do. And sometimes I feel like my whole life, I'm just trying to get to panel one. Yeah. It's like, when will panel one even start? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Where am I? It's 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 much like that. Uh, mm. So anyway, take it away, Chris. Okay. Take it away one. to panel one. Garfield and Pookie are arranged in standard countertop position if you substitute Garfield for John Arbuckle and Pookie for Garfield. Yeah, or a hamburger for Garfield. No, the hamburger's in the middle. Well, no, no, Garfield is John because he's standing yeah, yeah. behind the counter. Uh-huh. The That's hamburger is Garfield because it's standing, I mean, to the immediate... Right. Okay. Okay. Number one, hamburgers don't stand. They don't have little <laughs> legs. They don't. They don't dance around on their little legs. Not in, like not in hey, your imagination. Check out the gams on that hamburger. Am I right? Yeah. Um, More like gamburger. Gamburger. Number two, the hamburger is not in the Garfield spot of standard countertop position. The ham hamburger is smack dab in the middle of the counter. Whereas Pookie is sitting on the right, exactly as Garfield does in standard countertop position. Yeah, so Chris, also, uh, also maybe worth noting, yeah. there's a chicken offset on the left. <laughs> roast, <laughs> roast chicken. Yeah, so maybe you, it's you worth explaining it. a little bit here. So I, 
I, I, I always reduce the elements of every Garfield panel down to a schematic in right. my head. I right. don't know if you do that. Oh, yeah. But I re I'll reduce it down to like a, you know, like a subway map. Yes. So to me, the fact that there is a, a, an element in between the Pookie element and the Garfield element, mm -hmm. that makes it like no longer standard countertop position. There's something in the way. It's like there's a station there. There's a subway station there, right? Mm. So if you're talking about like somebody, like one person being behind the counter, you know, and then another thing to its uh -huh. next right, like with length, not really like a factor. If you're looking at it topologically, uh -huh. you know, then mm -hmm. the hamburger is the Gar is Garfield in in uh, in Stan Calpo. John, you have presented me with a real a real dilemma here, a real Sophie's choice. <laughs> um, what you've said, I it makes me I simultaneously want to compare it to. Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz <laughs> and the music theoretician Heinrich Schinker, and I'm honestly Ooh. not sure which direction to go here. I would like, like to hear. I would like to hear your Schinkerian analysis. Well, it sounds like you're doing a Schinkerian analysis of the panels, where you're reducing everything down <laughs> to its essentials. You know, yeah, you reduce the, Garfield down. It's just all just keynotes. three, two, one. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no matter how many panels there are. <laughs> um, but it also kind of sounds like you're taking a uh, Leibnizian view of space as uh, um, just just the relations between the objects. Like, there's no absolute position in Garfield. It's just the relations hmm. between the elements. In this case, Garfield, Pookie, hamburger, and roast chicken. Yeah. Um, so there's no there's no real left and right. It's just Garfield's on the left of the hamburger, which is on the left of Pookie. But you just said there's no left and right. There's no absolute <clears throat> left. I see. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. No... Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yep. Yeah. I mean, in a way. The chicken and Garfield are in standard countertop position, only the chicken is John Arbuckle, and it should be standing up rather than sitting on the counter. Mm-hmm. Sorry, know. I was not listening. I was looking up uh, the famous topology problem, the seven bridges of uh, Königsberg, or whatever it is. Mm, yeah, classic topology yeah. problem. Do you want to talk a little bit about the uh, four-color map theorem? Oh, I do enjoy the four-color map theorem. <laughs> <laughs> or, or we could continue discussing panel one of today's Garfield strip. Let's, you know what? Let's let's be real on topic this week. Let's just talk about Garfield. Let's, yeah, let's be real on topic. After we have already referenced both Heinrich Schinker and Wilhelm Gott Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz and the four seven bridges of Königsberg. Um, so Garfield is thinking, you say you want me to eat this hamburger, Pookie? And he's gesturing towards mm. the hamburger. And yep. Pookie is not doing anything because he's an inanimate object. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so is Garfield, but... No, I mean, a come cat to it. is not a... But he's not real. I mean, he's just a, a blob of you know, blot of ink. I mean, he's not even ink. The like way he's I'm not looking at it. Like, okay, I'm sure, right? He's just a. Screen. He's just diodes that are on or off. I guess it's adorable I that you think I don't those know. are still diodes. I don't know what kind of 
computer screen you're using? Um, I mean, I, I think they're tiny fairies that live inside the <laughs> laptop. Um, yeah. Garfield look, in this one. Uh-huh. Sorry to interrupt, but it sounded like no, you were about ahead. to say something dull and boring. Mm-hmm. Garfield's uh, eyes are, are, are wide open with excitement and, and childlike naivety. He's excited about eating a hamburger. He is. That's all I had to say. Yeah. Panel two. You know, it's not actually a very appetizing looking hamburger when when I, when I really look at it. Like there, there's no there are no toppings at all. It's just a bun and a patty. I mean, I mean, if it's a really good patty, sure, whatever. John, when you love hamburgers the way I do, the way I love hamburgers, you mm-hmm. don't need to fancy them up with a lot of ridiculous toppings. I love. I love the taste of a gr- grilled, juicy burger. I can't keep this up. I've been a vegetarian for years. <laughs> I don't know. There could be like a slice of onion or some lettuce in there. We believable. might not know about it. believable. There could be some pickle. Um, <clears throat> yeah, some pickle, tomato. Put some tomato on there. Uh, yeah. You know? Oh, you know what John, I like? You John, know what I like talking, on a hamburger? Are we talking about ripe seasonal tomato? Like a heritage tomato? Duh. An heirloom tomato? Obviously, I'm not going to put yeah. like a shitty. Let me ask you, know, you this: out of season what, tomato in there. What color is that tomato? It's probably red. So a classic, not one of those yellow ones. You know, I, I mean, I I would be perfectly happy with a yellow one, but it it's not the first thing that came to mind. You know what I love about the the modern world we live in today? What's I love that? that vegetables have started being just any fucking color. <laughs> Like, it used yeah. to be your only choice for carrots was orange. What yeah. savages we were living in a world of only orange carrots. Well, you could get white carrots, but but they called them parsnips. Oh, yeah, only if you were French. Um, uh, <laughs> so many different... different thoughts happening at once. When we, um, moved, when we moved back here from Australia, I was blown away by the cornucopia of pumpkin varieties decorative not not even for eating decorative pumpkin and squash varieties just sitting outside the price chopper every october Mm. yeah well most pumpkins are just for decoration i thought like i could buy a different pumpkin every week for the rest of my life and never run out of different pumpkins but now john a scant like four years later I show up at the price chopper in October and I'm like, fuck, this is all you people have for me? This is it? I yeah. want more I want new colors every year. Your expectations have shifted. The norms are different in your head now. I want a blue pumpkin. Why are there no blue pumpkins? You know what that is, Chris? That's the Overton window in action. Yeah. I mean it's like I've built up a tolerance for novel pumpkins. I mm-hmm. mean ever stranger and more colorful pumpkins to satisfy me i can't become aroused with a standard like you know fairy tale toadstool pumpkin anymore i need something really weird okay that is not actually the overton window no it's not no we were headed in different directions there all right you you know what look listeners so you're saying you're saying our society has normalized <laughs> yes. these weird pumpkins. Like, 
we should be you we you were be... comparing it to like like violence and media or something right i was thinking you're like of, desensitized uh, drug to... i was thinking of drug tolerance in particular oh right. drug tolerance you, yep. you're yep. thinking that i should be like marching into the price chopper and telling <laughs> the manager that these pumpkins are not normal and i don't approve of them they're illegitimate pumpkins these are not the pumpkins <clears throat> that our founders intended I see where you're going with this. Um, panel one, Chris. <laughs> are, we, are we still on panel one? Yeah, Garfield wants to eat the hamburger, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Panel two. Yeah. Who's going to stop him? Not the inanimate teddy bear. John, Garfield, <sighs> mm -hmm. isn't, Garfield is a cat and shouldn't be able to speak or think. It's just so many things I, wrong I agree with, this with panel. that. He's 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 speaking to a teddy bear. Teddy bears can't understand anything because they're not alive. And mm. he's not speaking, he's thinking, so the bear can't even hear him, even if mm -hmm. the bear could hear, which the bear can't. And also he's a cat. He has no command of language. Yeah. It's I absurd. mean that last one is like I mean because of all the other things, that last one is just so far down the list that I I don't even I, I don't think it even registers to me. And as you say, the hamburger seems unappetizing. <laughs> the hamburger seems disinterested. <laughs> no self-respecting cat would want to eat that hamburger. You know what I like on a hamburger, Chris? I like some... Don't tell me. Let's make a game out of it. You give me three guesses. Is it something Fine. out... No, no. Fine. Do you want to play yes, I'll no? I'll give you three guesses. Go for it. Is it something out of the ordinary? Out of the ordinary... In what's, I mean, obviously, it's not out of the ordinary to me because I like it. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. It's a, you, you know what out of the ordinary means. Don't toy little, with me. I mean, it's it is it is marginally out of the ordinary, but it's you'll you'll be like, oh yeah, I've heard of that. I'm gonna take that as a yes. All right. I, it's not is like it, it's not like you know, like, John. Do okay. you not understand how Fine. to answer a yes no question? <laughs> it's like. No, the question God. is subjective, Chris. <laughs> question two: What's like? What's out of the ordinary? I mean, it's, like if it were like an inanimate, like a baseball or something, you know what I mean? Like, like that would be super weird. <clears throat> question two: Is it a baseball? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> no, no, that was a misdirect. <laughs> oh, you got me. Okay, I've got yeah. one question left. Mm. Question three. Is it kimchi? You know it's not kimchi because you know I hate kimchi. Do you really hate kimchi? Yeah, it's gross. You know what I did this week? No, you made kimchi. I made some more kimchi. I made some more kimchi. Six jars, baby. Six jars of kimchi. Tell me all about it. I'd I love, just did. I'd love to hear about it. I just told what was you the it. What was the process like? I mean, okay, if you want to know. So I, I got a couple of uh, medium-sized Napa cabbages. Now... You can. You need to wash them real good. You gotta really do a good job. I just soak them. Like I, I put the stopper in in the sink, fill it with water. Just soak them. Just soak them. You know, let up a little. Wash them real good. Then, and then you drain them. Now, girl, you chop you them up about like a one-inch dice, and then um, take maybe like a quarter cup, half quarter, half cup of salt. Sometimes you leave me as dry. Them up with the salt, and just let them sit for about an hour. The salt's gonna pull some of the moisture out. And you rinse off the salt, then you, you dry them. You can just let them sit for like 20 minutes or uh, put them in a salad spinner. 
if you're in a hurry. Now, while they're drying, John, you're gonna make the kimchi paste. Uh, kimchi paste, standard kimchi paste is gonna have like salted shrimp and uh, like fish sauce or oyster sauce in it. But I do a vegan kimchi these days. I use a nice mu mushroom broth. With some garlic. We'll put all kinds of stuff in there. A little sugar. You know what I put in this time? A little miso. Yeah, why not? A little miso paste. Um, oh, oh, am I boring you? Am I boring you? No, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. This is good. This is good podcast material. <laughs> Listeners, if you'd like to hear the rest of my kimchi recipe, you'll need to tune in for tomorrow's exciting installment no. of Being Jim Davis. Keep going. I was just getting my switch out. No, that's fine. That's fine. Panel no, I'm st no, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm just, Panel two. I just got to find the shrine. Hang on. The shrine? Huh? Just, just vamp. Oh. Okay, um, so the, you know, the paste, you're just gonna mix it all up in a blender. A little, a little ginger, a little garlic, the mushroom broth, um, you know, you, I put a little miso paste in there. You put all kinds of stuff in the paste, frankly. Then you can mix that with, I use like a half cup to a cup of Korean chili flakes. You mix that in with the paste, and then just let it sit for like 15 minutes, let the flavors, um, you know, intermittent. And then, um, you're gonna mix up the uh, the cabbage, the diced cabbage, with the paste. You know, get it coated real good. Um, throw in some some green onions, chopped up, nice. Uh, yeah, they say just the green parts. I sometimes use the white parts too. At that point, you want to put something else in, like you know, a little, little bit of daikon radish or or some chili peppers. You can do that too. Uh, you know, and then you just um, you're gonna uh, shove it in the jars. You'll pack it in there real good so there's not too much air. Uh, um, close them off and then just let them sit, you know, at the room temperature for, say, about three days before you put them in the fridge. And then that kimchi, that's good for like six months. And it will, you know, the flavor will develop as you, uh, as it ages. So it's a lot of fun to eat because the flavor changes from, uh, from new kimchi to, uh, you know, a month down the track. Chris, it, it was guacamole. <laughs> Panel two, Chris. It's not out of the ordinary. <clears throat> it's a, it's like I said, it's slightly it's out of the ordinary. Of it's not like you won't see it on every menu. Mm -hmm. But it's yeah, like, no, that's fine. That's but it's fine. like it's totally a known quantity. Yeah. 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 Homemade guacamole. I, ideally, yeah. Do you want to walk us through how your your homemade guacamole recipe? I like a real simple guacamole. And go on. I like I like just some avocados, you know. You want them you want them ripe, not too ripe. And then you put some you know garlic in there, a little salt. That's it. Just just like a just like a whole head of garlic. Just throw it in there. Oh yeah, like at least a bag. Like a, you don't you don't even mince it or like anything. Like a bag of garlic bulbs. Yeah, you don't even don't even <laughs> don't even take the uh, husks off. You just just put them in whole. That's great. Um, yeah. <clears throat> squeeze yeah, so, a lime. Squeeze a lime. Eh, I used to put lime in, and now I kind of say fuck it. I'll put lime. I'll put a lime in there if I'm if I'm saving it. But mm -hmm. frankly, I think if you're saving it, so there's something wrong with you because yeah. Why didn't you eat it right away? Guacamole is delicious. Yeah, yeah, you want you it to take be fresh. That, don't save it. Take that guacamole. Put it in your pocket and go home. You're a winner. 
Okay. Um, uh, a little salt. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of salt. Yeah. Um, you know what else could use a lot of salt, Chris? Panel two. A chicken. Panel two, John. Mm-hmm. Garfield is center stage. It's like the camera's panned just slightly left, mm-hmm. uh, maybe pulled back a tad. Garfield's eating the hamburger. He's got it, got it, uh, half of it in his left paw, uh, cheeks full, munching on it. Meanwhile, he's looking at Pookie, gesturing at the chicken, and thinking, and this chicken? And this lasagna? And we see that there's a, a what appears to be an empty lasagna dish just poking <laughs> off the left side of the panel there. I don't see any lasagna in there, but fine. I'm not really bothered by that at this point. No, no. Uh, there's a, a cat is talking to a teddy bear. I mean, the the the, the camera angle is at, at least a bit ambiguous. Yeah. And we've seen lasagna pans that, frankly, looked empty before, and, and had characters treat them as though they as though they weren't. So I'm not really bothered by that. Yeah. I, I like John, uh, John Arbuckle's lasagna. Maybe like really really thin. Yeah, it could be. Maybe it's like some weird artisanal shitty lasagna. <laughs> it's like, I mean, well, no, no. The whole thing about lasagna is that it's like many layers. Yeah. Now, John, I have so a like, great lasagna uh, recipe. Let that me pan tell is not, you. That pan is not for, deep enough. First thing you need to do, John, is use very Look, fresh lasagna noodle. Sorry, go on. That pan, that pan is not deep enough. You know what no, I do like, not, though? I like, I like the consistency of panel one having the like ne- the next food item on deck like poking <laughs> in from off frame mm. and then it doing the same thing here i like that yeah it's a shame that he breaks that pattern in panel 3 i know right it would wouldn't it be great if panel 3 was like like it zoomed way out and it was like a gigantic like a humorously uh, dining large room, sandwich well like a big dining room table you know and there's just like a, a, oh, a, a, a this feast. like opulent spread of food yeah you know a shrimp cocktail yeah, um, yeah, that'd be great. In yeah. fact, though, in panel three, it's like the camera zooms back in and pans to the right, so that we we only see the original plate the hamburger had been on. We no longer see the chicken or the lasagna. Garfield's holding a drumstick in his hand. The hamburger is long gone. He's cuddling <laughs> Pookie with his left paw, and he's thinking, "You got to go a long way to find a teddy bear as good as old Pookie here." Chris, I don't care for this punchline. No, or I, I, I don't have, I don't. There's not much I like about today's strip at all, to be honest. I, I don't mind the setup. I, I think it would be better, uh, you know, if as we said, there was just an enormous quantity of food in the last panel. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe if like, uh, oh, maybe if there was like a in between panels two and three, there was like a, a you know, some onomatopoeia marking the passage of time, you know, mm-hmm. or it wouldn't have to be an onomatopoeia. Maybe just say later. Yeah, what later what that onomatop- day? What onomatopoeia would mark the passage of time? TikTok, I guess. TikTok. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, anyway, last panel, it zooms out, and there's just an entire like twelve foot long dining room table that's mm-hmm. completely picked clean of mm-hmm. food. And it's just like you know humorous, uh, like you know turkey skeletons left, and 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 things of that nature. Or Garfield's uh, thinking, "What's pizza that, crust? Pookie? You want me to murder my family?" <laughs> and and Garfield, Garfield is like sweating and trying to like desperately trying to finish off the last of like a pumpkin pie or something, and he's like clearly like much fatter. Uh-huh. He's like about to burst, and he's like he's like 
And he's like, he's like, he's like, please, please Pookie, I would please, like to stop eating. Let me stop yeah. eating. <laughs> God, why won't you let me stop? <clears throat> it's yeah, like that that good. that one Monty Python sketch about the guy that's eating. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, that's. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's that's this one. That's uh, Garfield, folks. Dun, 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 dun. Um, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that nine out of ten dentists do not listen to, and the tenth one also doesn't listen. Hey, fuck dentists, am I right? Yeah, fuck you, dentists. You can support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Please visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com, where you can leave a comment, send us an email, or sign up to co-host the podcast. Because you know you could do a better job than this, right? It doesn't seem that hard. Well, you honestly. know that, right? Right? <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter at being Jim Davis or follow me at Inscrutable Taco. And I'm at the Chris Winter, I.am.the.worst on Instagram. John, you may recall last week we issued a challenge to our listeners, our friends at stamps.com. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think I bleeped it us. out. You did bleep it out. They um, uh, uh, they challenged our listeners that, that if I got two new followers on Instagram to my account that is only photographs of my feet, <laughs> that they would provide two additional uh, Instagram followers. Uh, we did not meet that goal. <laughs> how, far, how close did we get? We came within one new listener. <laughs> we, pardon, we came within one new follower of our two new followers goal. So if I had followed, you, if I had followed, followed if you, if you then. had followed me, yes, we would have, we would have met our goal. In fairness, bastards, in fairness, those bastards at stamps.com would have had to provide two additional ways. Chris, in fairness, yes, I said I was going to. <laughs> uh, Thanks for listening, and hey, we'll catch you tomorrow. Thank you, and good night.